Bechtel. 267-1023, thank you for taking care of me. And uh, we're waiting for a call from uh, Paul Fushkar from Cadis. We're going to talk about the opioid epidemic and, and, and the fentanyl. Red, and the Red Bull epidemic. Oh, man. Can you imagine what, what wow, what that would be like? <laughs> so, um, I don't know. But you, you drink Mellow Yellow. That's just I as bad. I do love Mellow Yellow Zero. That's, that's, yeah. I, I, it's zero on the calories, but 500 on the caffeine meter. Man, I really like that stuff. <laughs> Mellow the Zero. The Zero is good. Hmm. All right, Paul is on the line. Months ago, Hamilton County took a proactive approach to tackle the opioid crisis that has plagued our community. And these funds are going to track this crisis that has torn families apart. So how are things in this area with this drug crisis going? The use of fentanyl. Welcome to the show. I think he's done an unbelievable job. The director of Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services, better known as CADIS, Paul Fushkar. Paul, thank you for being on the show this morning. I think the world of you, um, you know, you're honest about your own situation in life and what you've been through. And now you're helping thousands of people and you've been doing so for years. But how is the drug crisis in, uh, in in Hamilton County right now? Well, first of all, uh, of all Jed, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's it's absolutely an honor uh, to be on the show. Uh, it's such a serious topic, and there's just so much to unpack here. Um, and so, thank you for that. But, so, where, know, where we're at is that Cadis has. Uh, now, as it's done for the last 59 years, is at the forefront of trying to be a solution for the opiate epidemic. Um, you know, we saw it way before the 90s when everybody else saw it, and uh, it's just it's just taken on such well epidemic proportions and uh we're just happy to be part of the solution for that you know we're talking about the state of tennessee had 3800 opioid deaths bradley county has 51 and hamilton 171 so it's an increase in fentanyl which is the uh the, the cheaper form but but what is happening i mean is there any way that people's lives can get back to normal getting off these well, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, first off, identify the problem, right? So uh, as little as 10 years ago, before fentanyl was really well known, um, an, an addict seeking heroin, it would cost 35 to $40 for a dose of heroin. Um, fentanyl, you mentioned, is cheaper. You're right. Um, on the street, now you can get a dose of fentanyl for under $5. Oh, my God. And, oh. uh, and the availability of it is, is just remarkable. Uh, we've gotten to, our world has shrunk to, to, uh, because of the internet, because of social media. Um, I had, I had a friend who was on vacation with his family, with his, his daughter is addicted to heroin, and, you know, and he's choosing to, to, you know, just, uh, allow her time to to come to grips with that, but he answers his door at a hotel in California, and there's a guy with a backpack, and he's there with a dose of heroin for his his uh, the guy's daughter, and I mean it's just at, at some strange hotel in in some town in California, it's just remarkably available, and it's just as remarkably it's it's deadly. Um, so what's going on about that, though, is that there's there's new techniques and there's tried and true techniques of dealing with the illness. 
So the tried and true is is treatment programs like CADIS, and there's many other in our community. I, I mean, I'm, I'm the first to tell you that CADIS doesn't have the only answer for this. Uh, we do choose the 12-step model, which has proven to be the most effective means of dealing with the epidemic. And uh, uh, but we are we've added to our array of services what's called medication-assisted treatment. And just in a nutshell, it's it's a way of using new newer drugs like Suboxone in a long-term setting to help people, uh, you know, get into a program of recovery. Well, Paul, let me ask you this question. Uh, I mean, for those people who could not afford uh, care like like Cadis. Um, what are their options? I mean, they go to drug court, they're sentenced to rehabilitation and to treatment. Where do they go? Well, there's, there, um, well, first off, everybody can afford CADIS. We treat people regardless of their ability to pay. Uh, but, uh, there's, there, there's other treatment centers, uh, in Chattanooga. There's Focus. There's, um, uh, uh, Harmony Oaks is another one, uh, Chattanooga Recovery Center. Um, well, I'm, uh, but are these, are these open to the people that we would see on the street? Well, some of these are for pay. Some of these uh, are nonprofit. Um, uh, Dean Challenge uh, is another one that they're they're open for people regardless of their ability to pay. So, so there there are options. Um, you know, the problem is we've all gotten a little overwhelmed with the numbers because um, I mean. The, the number of people who are addicted, it's just extremely large. Despite our best efforts, there are still over 75,000 uh, oxycodone and hydrocodone patients in Hamilton County today. Wow. And some of these people, it's their legitimate pain and there's legitimate need for prescriptions, uh, but that's an awful lot. So now we're seeing more adolescents getting on this because it's it, the fentanyl is, is, is cheaper? I mean, you said five bucks? Right, right. Uh, it's a cheaper option. Um, you know, one of the problems with it is, is this is not a regulated industry. You know, this is not, this is not something you're going to pick up at Walmart. And because it's not regulated, it's, it's mm -hmm. fraught with, um, I don't know, people that just don't have a good working knowledge of, of what drugs do. Uh, it's very easy to get a concentrated amount of fentanyl in a particular pill or a particular dose. And that may cause death. Uh, that's one of the things we're seeing, you know, especially in adolescents. Adolescents, you know, uh, Jed, I'm, you and I are roughly the same age. I mean, when we were young, you could get away with going out and, and, and drinking too much alcohol. It, 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 it hurt the next day, but it wasn't life threatening. And what we're seeing now is people trying pills for the first time. And if they get one of these concentrated doses, uh, it can it can lead to death. The last That's one of the reasons for the high opiate death. Yeah, Paul. This person writes in: What is the rate of success for patients one year after program completion as a percentage of the total? So you have good success. Yeah, that's a good question. So, what is how you what are you calling success? I mean, is it total abstinence? Is it um, uh, you know uh, gainful employment? Are you successfully? Uh, uh, living with your family, you know, there's there's lots of measures for success. Uh, the national studies really don't look at abstinence as one of those measurements. That's kind of down the road. Um, I tend to think that's, what fo that's where folks first go with that. Um, you know, what I like to tell people, if people do what we tell them, 
then 95% of them are going to be just fine. This person wants to know uh, how many people actually complete the program. Do you have those stats? Uh, probably 75%, 60 to 75% complete. Um, there's uh, One of the things we're dealing with right now is people go through our detox, our medical detox, and at the end of detox, they're feeling better. Mm -hmm. And they have a tendency to think they can do it with no further help. Um, we have, uh, you know, our, our and then what we recently happens, opened Paul? a new detox unit, and so we separated our detox clients from our adult residential clients, and detox deals with all those cravings and tries to get those managed. And after seven to nine days, you're feeling better, and then you could go down the hall, and we're going to deal with how you got addicted in the first place. Mm. Well, that's an awful tough walk to make down that hallway, Jed. I mean, that's dealing with all the, the pain you've caused family members, all the all of the pain you've caused yourself, and the damage you've done to yourself, and and looking at the reasons why is is one of the hard parts. But do most of the people uh, who go through the program have total abstinence, or is it a? It's not that, or it just our, they fall back. Our goal. Our goal for every single client here is abstinence, and even our medication-assisted program, we'll work with you. We understand it some takes some people longer. We'll give you medication for, you know, up to two years, and but we're going to try and we're going to try and decrease your dose. We're going to try and get you to a point of total abstinence. If that's not possible for you, we'll refer you to some community resources because there are some people that um, aren't able to get there, and so that we'll transfer them over. But our goal for everybody is abstinence. You know, do y'all have conferences and you talk about the next the next thing that's coming? You know, like a, like a business would to to talk about what's going to be the hot item. But do you know the next? Uh, are you, so you won't be hit. With fentanyl, yeah, the, the next, the next drug, the next drug, or the next, or the next, the next uh, abuse that's coming from that. Field? Well, you know what? One of the newer things we're seeing is there's a there's a horse tranquilizer. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's a it's a sedative for cattle and horses, and it's called xylazine. Yep, they call it trank, don't they? Trank, yeah. And it's being it's being introduced with fentanyl. Um, and it uh, it's uh, it's particularly deadly, and it's yeah. also you know we have Narcan, which is this opioid reversal drug, which is remarkable, but it's not effective with with xylazine. So it's it's uh, that's a that's a new thing that's coming out that's really causing a lot of uh, has this huge sores problems. to develop all over your body. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. And um, you know, I read an article uh, from Philadelphia it was before it hit. It's in Chattanooga. We've there's been cases of it in Chattanooga, uh, but uh, the folks in Philadelphia, even the drug addicts, are saying, "Ooh, stay away from the stuff with xylazine." <laughs> yeah, hey, Paul, unusual for. Will you hold on one second? Let us uh, take a quick break. Please don't hang up. We've got several questions we want to ask you from our listeners. But Paul Fushkar from Cadis, an outstanding job this morning. Cadis Organization, Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse. Paul, thank you again. What's your opinion on ketamine treatment? I'm just going through these as quickly as possible. Uh, ketamine, you know, I I'm not as familiar with with ketamine. Um, it there's there seems to be some uh, um, emerging evidence about that. Uh, look, um, just speaking as a recovering alcoholic any any path towards sobriety is is a good path yeah um please ask uh, your please ask your guest if he's familiar with rational recovery 
Well, let's see. Uh, haven't heard that particular phrase before. We might be talking. Uh, you know, there's there's some uh, could be uh, uh, casual drug and alcohol use versus abstinence. And um, personally, uh, not a fan. If it works for you, great. But it it would not have worked for me. Um, insurance. Um, I, I really need. You know, I've I've been so grateful to be clean and sober for for. Um, well, all day today. Uh, <laughs> you are. And uh, several years. But uh, Hey, Paul, good does, for, does you, insurance Paul. dictate how long you're going to stay for most people? Well, insurance dictates a lot of things, right? If you break your arm and, and uh, it's good, you know, there's a certain amount of time for that. And, and so, uh, yes, as long as you're receiving, um, as long as you're getting gain from what you're doing, you, insurance tends to cover it. Um, and, uh, uh, but, we we always find that we could use a bit more time with folks. We're trying to cram so much into every day that we have with folks because yeah. uh, time is limited. You are right. Time is limited here, too. Paul, you got an upcoming fundraiser you want to mention? Sure do. The Holiday Tour of Homes at Cadis. It's going to be at Black Creek. Uh, go to eventbrite.com to get tickets for it. It's a little early to talk about the holidays, but uh, but this is a tour of of decorated Christmas homes. Uh, these these folks in Black Creek are letting us uh, tour their homes. What a great way to get in the holiday spirit and help out Cadis at the same time. Um, yep. uh, go to Eventbrite. Uh, we also got a link at Cadis.org. All right. One more thing. Just final thoughts from you about people who have family members who are struggling with the opioid and fentanyl crisis right now. Especially Paul, at the holidays. Especially at the yeah. holidays. Paul, there there is help yeah, out there. Yeah. Uh, two get- things. Um, first off, uh, there is a drug take-back day that the Hamlet County Coalition is sponsoring later this month. A lot of people have drugs that, you know, if you if you had a wisdom tooth removed and right. you've still got that half of a prescription of Vicodin, uh, get that out of your house. That it's coming gets, up this Saturday, by the way. Yes, coming up this Saturday. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a, it's a great way to get, get the stuff out of your house. It it is uh, if you really need another prescription for a pain medication, go to your doctor and get that. Uh, don't hand your prescription to a friend. You don't know what that friend is going through. Uh, that's a big thing you can do to help. Uh, the second thing is talk to folks. 